Hello everyone, you are now tuned in with Brother Lavelle, and this is your weekly devotional for November the 21st, 2021 through November the 27th, 2021, and this week's devotional will be coming from Acts the third chapter. Verses 1 through 10, and it reads, One day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to to get something from from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. I have just read to you Acts the third chapter, verses 1 through 10. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, the hearers, and most importantly, the doers of his holy word. Now, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, thy strength and my redeemer. This particular week is going to be obviously a special week. For everybody, this is Thanksgiving week. This is a week that we give thanks and that we take time to give back to those who are in need. And this is a time where families normally get together for the holidays and everybody's going on trips and everybody's going out of town and everybody's going on vacation and everybody's at the grocery store, buying food, buying groceries, and getting things ready for Thanksgiving. And I know there's some of us who who aren't too fond of, of, of holidays. I know me personally, recently, I haven't been I haven't had the best attitude in terms of holidays with everything that I've been going through and what I've been dealing with, but this particular year, I kind of looked at the holidays differently than the way that I used to think about the holidays. Because now that I'm an adult, 
you know, I don't look at holidays the way I used to when I was a kid in terms of being excited about eating food, eating turkey and dressing and 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 cranberry sauce and yams and macaroni and cheese and collard greens and all that good stuff, sweet potato pie. You know, those are things that, you know, most kids, they can't wait for when it comes to the holidays. Spending time with family, watching sports, watching football, and just enjoying one another. And the same goes for the Christmas holidays and receiving gifts. But for me, you know, as you get older, you know, certain things you turn to kind of you tend to kind of grow out of and you don't really you don't really put as much stock into it as you once did when you were a kid because you have all of the cares of the world that most adults have in terms of responsibilities, you know, taking care of your families and keeping the roof over your head and going to work every day and providing for your kids and and trying to keep the family together and some things happen along the way to where things don't always go as planned you know for some and even for myself at times the holidays has been depressing you know it could be depressing but I've learned to look at the holidays differently, you know. And one thing I did take away from it is that instead of being in a mood to receive things and to receive love from people and love and attention from people, because even as an adult now, that's that's. That's what a lot of us are seeking. You know, some of us feel lonely. You know, we live. Some of us live by ourselves. Some of us don't really have a connection with their families the way they used to. Some loved ones may have passed on. Some some loved ones may have moved away and lived in other areas. And. Everybody doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving together like the way they used to. But for me, you know, I had to look at it differently. You know, I had to tell myself, you know, am I going to sit around and mope or or am I going to go out there and be a blessing to somebody else? You know, and every single day we step outside our doors and every single every single day. We go out somewhere, even shopping as we do our shopping, as we go on, as we go on our shopping now. We're always running into people, whether it's at a freeway pass or on the side of the street or even standing in front of a store. And they may be begging for money, you know, and, you know, so it's 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 nothing wrong if you have the extra change or if you have the money to give and, and your heart is in the right place to give. It's always good to give, you know, and you don't have to make a show or a spectacle out of it, but. It's always good to give whatever it is that you have, you know, and if you don't have the money to give, 
that's still your opportunity to give something, whether it's your time, whether it's an encouraging word, whether it's whatever knowledge or insight you have about life, whatever wisdom you may have accumulated over over the years that can bless that person just as much, if not more so than money, you know. And this is what this is what Paul, this is what Peter and John did. And it says in, in, in verse three, when he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. And, and it has an explanation port. So, you know, he was stern when he said, he said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Maybe he was looking for something tangible. Obviously, it's most likely money because they had been placing him there in the same spot every single day. It wasn't a day that went by that he wasn't placed by that gate, by that temple gate. And mind you, he had been a lame man. He had been lame ever since birth. And every single day, the people had carried them, carried him to the temple gate, which was called beautiful. And he would beg from day to day to day to day. How many homeless people have we ran across that we may have either just overlooked or saw and pretend that we didn't see? And we know that we could have blessed them, but we ignored them because we were so caught up in what we were doing and what we were about to do, you know, and even I've I, I been convicted of that. And just like I always say, when I'm speaking, I'm not just speaking to you. This is a word for me as well, because when the Holy Spirit is working through me, he's working through me to me. So he's pricking my heart just as much as the Holy Spirit is pricking yours. And, you know, these are common things that we see all the time when we go out in public. You know, we sit at a red light and we see the homeless person asking for change, asking for money. And we know we have change, whether it be quarters, dimes, nickels or pennies. That's something that they can use to help them through whatever situation it is they're going through. And it's not for us to judge their condition or what condition they are in. Our job is to love them and to bless them however way we can. And even if we don't have the money to give, God is calling us to give them a word. It could be a word of encouragement. It could be a word of knowledge, a word of, a word of wisdom, you know. It could be any any type of resources that you have. And it doesn't necessarily have to be anything tangible, but just you spending time with that person and talking to that person and listening to that person while they're talking to you. Sometimes that may go a long way. And you won't even know it. And listen to what Peter said. 
He said, silver or gold, I do not have. But what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. And then he took him by the right hand and helped him up. And instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. Now, I'm pretty sure that every time that the beggar was placed by the gate, the lame man who was who was placed by the gate every single day begging for money. I'm pretty sure that other people would give him money from time to time. But it was something that Peter gave that no other person was willing to do. Peter said, you know what? Silver or gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give you. And see, what Peter had to give this man was greater than any silver or gold or any kind of treasure you could think of. What Peter had to give this man was Jesus. And you can get money every single day. But just because you have money, that doesn't mean it's going to fix all of your problems. That doesn't mean that it's going to fix or completely fix your situation. I can give this man money and if I don't help this man back on his feet, he's he's still going to be in the same condition. He's still going to be in the same predicament. And even if he does get that money and spends it on whatever he needs, whether it's food or whatever it is, that's not going to change the position that he's been in since birth. And Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Then he took him by the right hand, helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. Sometimes in life we got to get to a place to where we're not just giving handouts, but we're giving hands ups. I don't have a handout. I may not have a handout to give you, but I do have a hand up. So whatever I can do to bless you and help you get out of this situation, that's what I'm going to do. So if I got to pray for you, if I got to read the Bible to you or not even read the Bible, because I know some people may not be as religious or they may not be as well versed in the Bible. And I get that. When it comes to the things of the Bible, I get that and I completely understand that. So sometimes you have to come down to their level and meet them where they are. You know, sometimes people just want you to talk regular to them and just have a conversation with them and listen to them. Sometimes and even I learned this today during service that sometimes people just want you to just. To just give them a word. And it doesn't have to be religious. It doesn't have to be you preaching. But sometimes people just want to hear what your story is. Sometimes people want to hear your background. Sometimes people want to hear what your struggles have been in life. Because we're saved by 
the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. That's what the Bible says. So sometimes people just want to hear your testimony. Sometimes people want to hear what you've been through. And you never know how it can bless that person. You know, if you don't have money to give, that's okay. You can ask if, if you can lay hands on them and pray for them. You can give them an encouraging word. You can tell them about your experiences. The lessons that you've learned from it. The wisdom that you've accumulated over the years and the knowledge that you have, you can share that with that person. If you have a coat, if they're cold, you can give them a coat so that they can be warm. If they don't have shoes, you can give them shoes so that they can have shoes on their feet. They need clothes and you know you have extra clothes that you don't even wear. You can give those clothes or donate those clothes. You may not have money, but you might have some food in your car. You might have some food in your bags coming out the store that you can share with that person. So I want to challenge us and myself included. Let's spend the holidays being a blessing to others. In whichever way we can, whether we have the money to do it or not, let's let's take the time and set aside to be a blessing to somebody else. Because it definitely is more blessed to give than to receive. We have to have a heart of giving and not receiving. It always makes you feel good in your heart to know that you can be a blessing to somebody else's life, to somebody else's situation. You never know what you might be doing. You might be helping somebody through a suicidal situation. You might be stopping somebody from committing a crime or taking someone else's life or taking their own life. You don't know what the situation is. So by you giving them a word of encouragement, by you blessing them, by you giving your time, your money, your resources, your food. And you're giving, you're stopping a potential situation, bad situation that could happen that could end up harming that other person and whoever else they come in contact with. Just by your act of giving, you don't know how it may have blessed that person's life. The person that's asking you for money might be on the verge of robbing somebody or stealing from somewhere. And by you blessing that person, you just saved that person's life. You never know how far what you do for others will go. And we have to keep in mind that when we're doing things for people, we have to do it with the right intent. We have to do it with the right attitude. 
not seeking praise or vain glory from other people. Because Jesus said to not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. So anytime you're doing for somebody, you always want to have a low-key mindset and not worry about who's looking or what somebody else is saying or what type of reaction you may get. Because what you do for others you're doing you're you're actually doing for Christ. And whatever you do in secret, God will reward you openly. But when you give, give cheerfully, give with the right attitude. Give with the right intent, give with the right motive. And I guarantee you that whatever you do for others, However, which way you bless other people, you're going to go home. You may live by yourself. You're going to go home to that empty house or that empty apartment by yourself. And you're going to go home feeling good. Like, wow, I was able to be a blessing to somebody's life today. I feel good. I don't have to be depressed. I don't have to feel lonely. I don't have to feel sad. I don't have to be depressed for the holidays because I use that time to be a blessing to somebody else. So I want to challenge those of you who are listening. Find a way to be a blessing to somebody else. Let's do what Peter and John did. And let's find ways to give people a hand up. Not just a hand out, but a hand up. We have to be in the spirit of giving. Life is about giving. The world is about giving. When God breathed into Adam, he breathed life into Adam. He gave Adam life. God Loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. He gave his only begotten mm -hmm. son. God gives. He's generous. He's been good to us. He's woken you up every single morning in your right mind. You may not have everything you want, but if you have your necessities, if you have a roof over your head, clothes on your back, you was able to pay your rent, your bills is paid, you have groceries, you have transportation, you have a job to be able to make the money to pay your bills, you are in a blessed position. We owe God our thanks. And one of the best ways we can honor God is by giving back to those who are in need because they're God's people as well. 
So let's find ways to give. I just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving to everyone. I hope everyone is listening. Have a happy holidays. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time that you have with one another. Cherish the times that you have with one another. And give thanks. May God bless you and may God keep you. Take care.